right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the next episode of Uni Sharks Podcast. I am the host this week, Mako Sharp. And joining me are my ho- co hosts, Hammerhead and. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you always want us to introduce ourselves. I always forget. Hammerhead uh, here. Lemon here. Bowl. Yeah, we got bowl back this week, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, it's total bowl. <laughs> <laughs> We've never seen so much bowl before. <laughs> uh, yeah, good to have him back. Yeah, it's so, good to be back. Oh, yeah. So we're starting to figure out more of the sort of remote recording stuff. So trying it on Zoom this time. Yeah, we are. We have limited time, so we'll we'll get as much content as we can. <laughs> yeah. Might have to switch back to Discord after this since we can do unlimited recording on that. Mm-hmm. All right. So just to dive our oh, actually I almost forgot. Meme of the week. Hammerhead has it for us. It's something I've heard of. I have no idea what it is though. It's called a what was it? Jeff's battle? Jeff Wars? Josh. Something? Josh. Josh. Yeah. So I was talking to Lemon about this earlier. And I don't know if you guys remember. I'm pretty sure you bowl i i shared it with you or you saw it or something it was this guy named josh and he made a facebook group message with a bunch of other joshes and he said we're going to meet at this coordinates and we're going to fight and whoever wins keeps the name so i thought it was just that and it ended there apparently it did not yesterday so you know what they were recording now in lincoln nebraska an air park there was uh, a few hundred Joshes showed up. Oh, fight. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. Very funny. They actually showed up? Yes. Um, uh Yeah, so <laughs> it happened yesterday, and a few hundred Joshes showed up to fight. And, and it's just super funny that it happened, and they used, like, pool noodles um, there were there were supposedly three different types of fights. There first there was a rock paper scissor fight against these two Joshes that had the same last name, <laughs> and there was a mock fight, and then an all for like everyone fight with pool noodles. <laughs> um, but this it actually all... came out to be really wholesome. But anyway, you're saying something. Sorry. Oh, I was just gonna say. So all this was just. <laughs> find the one true josh yeah but it's actually really cool because they ended up doing a little charity and everything like um like people really? dressed up as superheroes and in, in star wars characters and all that but uh on the wiki it says that they did a fundraising element for children's hospital medical center in omaha raised over 8,000, and they also collected over 200 pounds of food for a nearby food bank. Oh, wow. And the winner uh, deemed Little Josh, they gave him a Burger King crown. He was a four-year-old who was... Four-year-old one? Yeah, four-year-old. They let him win. (laughs) He was actually a patient at the medical center when he was two for seizures. Um, really? Yeah, and so they they also gave him an a, a replica AEW World Championship belt. What? That's sick. <laughs> yeah, so it's just really amazing. really cool uh, how they 
they did that, but it ended up being super wholesome at the same time, but really funny. Wow. Wow. See, I kept seeing like mentions of this Josh battle on the prequel memes Reddit board. I had no idea what they were talking about. I mean, yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool with that bit of charity work, too. That's kind of like the, <laughs> the people that uh, broke Wall Street, the whole GameStop deal. It's kind of like that, how they donated a lot of their money, like bought switches and donated them to hospitals. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, uh, you can just look it up on Wiki. I won't share the link. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. And Lemon, uh, didn't you have one? Oh, yeah. I came across this the same. I think we called the same guy once, but this guy takes random videos and takes like adds like a metal beat to it. Well, recently he did one based off a pig calling contest. So there's all these contests with people trying to do their best pig call and you'll make it into like a metal beat. And there's some pretty intense pig calls. <laughs> <laughs> like it starts out really innocent. People are like, hey, piggy, hey, piggy, hey, piggy. Then some of the later ones, people are like straight up just like screeching like they're <laughs> like a demon or something. <laughs> <laughs> like little pig, pig screeches and all that and it's like sheesh, i love it. it it was really awkward to watch but it was kind of funny <laughs> yeah the last one was kind of awkward because it's like a really big woman was like making like these pig noises and it was yeah it's kind of interesting wow yeah, what the heck that is interesting yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah i remember Oh, I think we had oh, we had one of his memes earlier for meme of the week. It was when he was making a metal song out of that annoying lady. I kept oh, screaming up. Yeah, the Karen. Karen metal or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> the same guy. Listen, Republicans. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure Bull has seen that. I'll have to send that to him. Wow. I don't quite get. Yeah, I don't quite get it, but. It's cool. So Andre Antunes is the YouTuber's name. So the next thing we're going to dive into is Marvel just finished its second show, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So Bull and I wanted to talk about it for a bit. But it, it will be a spoiler-free sort of review because Lemon and <laughs> Hammerhead, once again, have not seen it. Yeah, you Rock guys are just pain. lame. <laughs> Not to have Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah, we gotta mooch off someone else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who's to say I didn't mooch? Uh, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> had a little interruption there. Um, yeah. So, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Um, I thought the ending was kind of good. I was surprised. I thought they were gonna go uh, down. An even more woke line than they did, but in the end, they kind of just like uh, they ended up displaying both sides of the argument, and they took the middle road. So I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, like uh, when you and I were talking about it earlier, Ball, it it did start to get a little bit preachy the last two episodes, and I was getting worried mm-hmm. that they were just gonna sideline everything they did they done up, you know, for the the story this whole time for mm-hmm. this one message. But no, instead it took a very good middle of the road route. Yeah, I thought uh, I thought for sure they were gonna 
they were going to uh, do the exact same thing. I was like, oh, great. This is what it all leads to. Um, but no, they didn't. I, because uh, um, there's the, the, there's the old man's view and there's like, um, there's Falcon's view and I liked it. I yeah. It was actually pretty good. Overall, I gave, I'll give it a B minus the whole show. <laughs> B minus. Passable, yeah. at least. Yeah, like, um, it, it's definitely more of your standard sort of superhero action fare. It's not like the mind-twisting emotional drama of WandaVision. Yeah, that so, was a little trippy. Um, WandaVision yeah. was a lot different. It was a lot... It had some... Well, I, I've never seen anything quite like WandaVision before. I don't quite think there will be anything like it, you know? Yeah, because, you know, there's some abstract shows out there, some pretty wacky ones like Doctor Who and The Twilight Zone, but never seen anything that quite ties it all up like that. You know, there's some weird thing going on. You don't know what it is. And then suddenly they tie it into the characters and into their progression through the story and as characters. That's all part of what made it so good. So, but um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier is a lot more straightforward because it's just basically like, you know, one of humanity's greatest heroes has just given up his mantle and now who's going to take it forward? And then they make it a little deeper by saying, actually, there was a black super soldier once upon a time, but things being what they were, instead of being, you know, becoming a hero like he deserved, he was just experimented on and sidelined and all this stuff. So it does... Yeah, this is dive into some good stuff. And the final episode, like we said, you know, <laughs> I was watching a funny review of it, a pitch meeting. And they were like, so then he goes and does like a five minute monologue. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's kind of accurate. And, you know, and he's, he's talking about the flag smashers who are the bad guys throughout the story. And the thing about them is they're kind of cast in a sympathetic light, but at the end of the day, they're still, you know, blowing stuff up and killing people. So it's kind of hard to find sympathy with them. Yeah, they're just desperate people. They're worried that <clears throat> they're gonna that they're gonna get left behind because there's not enough resources on Earth, and so they're worried that they're gonna be the ones who are they're the odd man odd men out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Winter Soldier, yeah, yeah. So I, I I can see where they're coming from. Like half the world all of a sudden reappears. And there's not enough resources for everyone, and they're they're worried that uh that be, that right. they're just going to get sidelined. Yeah, and a lot of it brings up actual legitimate concerns. Like you know, you're living in this house with you know your family and you've been here two or three years and all of a sudden the previous family who were snapped out of existence five years ago reappears in your living room it's like mm -hmm. well crap who gets ownership then oh, so it brings up it brings up really good questions like that i feel like like where it falls a bit short is it doesn't completely go through with it like at the end you know tom Wilson gives his speech and says we need to be better but then the senator makes a point like well how you know, how are we yeah. going to address these questions? Yeah. Because you can't just solve that with a heroic speech. And hopefully, if we get a season two, they'll kind of dive more into that. Um, I guess uh, there's going to be a Captain America 4. What? Yeah. Uh, they announced it yesterday. Really? Yeah, Sam Wilson's going to, to star in it. Oh, I mean, I'd be Anthony on board for that. 
Who's Sam Wilson? Anthony Mackey. Uh, Falcon. Falcon. So um, that actually could solve the problem of overpopulation. If you, if you suggest cannibalism, I'm going to... It solves world hunger and population. <laughs> that's, that's frowned upon in most societies, man. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> uh, you guys have read Calvin and Hobbes, right? Yes. Yeah. Not all of them, but yeah, parts of them, yeah. Remember the one <laughs> Calvin solution to overpopulation is to let packs of velociraptors loose on the world. <laughs> 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 he was like, thus the weak and stupid are weeded out. <laughs> <laughs> He's explaining all of it by like ex- writing a story about how like the girl he has a love-hate relationship, Susie Durkins, will get eaten by a raptor. Calvin Hobbes, what a legend! I know, right? It's it's so good. My favorite one is when his mom comes home and he finds Calvin driving a bunch of nails into his um, coffee their their living room coffee table, and his mom freaks out and goes, "Calvin, what are you doing?" Calvin stops and he's really confused, and he he looks. His mom goes. Are you joking? <laughs> what does it look like? What does it look like? <laughs> yeah, is this a trick question? <laughs> oh yeah, is this a trick question? Like, I'm putting nails on the coffee table. <laughs> yeah. I still, I still love the, the Christmas one and just all his snowmen. Oh, those are the best. Oh yeah. And there's like pictures of people actually like remaking them. No. Uh-huh. Really. Oh, yeah, wow. well, not not all of them, but like one or two of them. <laughs> I love how he tries to explain his snowman as like avant-garde and using all these sophisticated <laughs> art terms. Right. Like this is neo-deconstructivist. <laughs> I don't even think that's a real word, but all right. <laughs> yeah. Like, one thing I like about Calvin and Hobbes is that it doesn't rely on pop culture references too much. Yeah, that's a good point. Never thought about that. Right, that's why it's so on that and they get outdated really fast because pop culture references only like work in the moment i know right yeah yeah, so Calvin Hobbes yeah exactly that's intense time and culture <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah like no, I do remember. tv shows you actually have to know like a little bit of the context to to understand like the jokes and stuff oh yeah because like it's really funny in the moment like iron man calling the one guy squidward yeah. But then, like, you know, like, 20, 30 years from now, you're going to be watching this with your kids, and you'll have to explain to them who Squidward is. You know, yeah, kind of take away like from a, it. Yeah. I, I don't know. Squidward, SpongeBob might actually last a long time. It might last as long as Scooby-Doo has, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I mean, SpongeBob, yeah, I could see it doing that. Well, SpongeBob's kind of been... Um, just memefied too much i would say a lot more than scooby-doo and so it's just part of that culture which i don't see meme culture going away for quite a while yeah, yeah. it might it might last like 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 spongebob's up there with uh mickey mouse and and uh tom and jerry and and bugs bunny it might actually last so that that reference might last for a while but I can't think of many others that will. 
like kind of like what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, if we know one thing, it's that memes are the path to immortality. <laughs> There's a funny saying that a government program is supposed to see you're going to get to immortality. Nowadays, um, uh, a meme might be the closest thing you get to immortality. <laughs> yeah. Did you see that meme I tagged you in this morning um, about Demi Lovato? And I, or who, me? No, I, I tagged you all on it. Did you see it? Oh, no, I haven't seen it yet. Was it on uh, Instagram? It on Instagram, yeah. Which one was it? Oh, probably. Um, the one about Demi Lovato getting roasted. Oh. I checked all I the Instagram I remember the ones. details, but yeah, I saw it. So Demi Lovato, I guess she's on like, what is it? America's Got Talent. She's on the oh. judges or something. And, uh, um, can I play it? No, probably, no, it's probably copyrighted. Anyway, so she tells this contestant, she's like, you know what, sometimes if you work really hard at your dreams, it just doesn't work out or something like that. And the guy grabs the mic and says, that's why you use auto-tune and I don't. And, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, and <laughs> the entire that. audience goes, oh. And even Simon <laughs> Cowell, like, he's drinking a glass of water and he almost chokes on it. Um, and uh, Britney Spears looks over. She's like, "Oh, that was bad." Anyway, it was it was beautiful. Anyway, oh my god. Anyway, what I wrote was, uh, "By small and simple uh, roasts are great memes brought to pass." Or like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the quote of the century. Oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Yeah. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, since we're since we've been talking about like, you know, enduring images and media and stuff like that. Um tomorrow I'm going on a trip to Florida. And while we were there, we thought we'd um well, we thought we'd visit some of the theme parks there. So my my family's all Disney nuts, so well, including me, I guess. So <laughs> we're like, yeah, let's check yeah. out Disney World. But um, something that made me laugh is just as I was looking things up, getting some, you know, travel prep done. I found an article by a guy claiming that, or about him, I guess, claiming that he would stop going to Disney World because it had become too woke. So I was like, oh, what the heck does that mean? So I looked it up. Apparently, he's mad because they're changing a bunch of be like African references and things like that in the rights to be more culturally appropriate. And oh my gosh, he was getting destroyed on the internet. <laughs> it was sad. Some of them but were actually like legitimate, like that that shouldn't have been there in the first place sort of thing. Oh yeah. Well, that's kind of what I wanted to talk about. It's that there's an argument about, you know, censorship and things like that, but I think there are times when it's actually totally okay or even you know should be changed like you know we're talking about jungle cruise for an example was one of the ones listed and you know you might remember that they'll have like a group of stereotypical black savages wearing skulls on skull necklaces with piercings in their noses and all this stuff and and shrunken heads yeah shrunken heads they got rid of all that and just replaced them with you know more realistic I don't know what they are, animatron statues, whatever. 
wearing normal tip or well, normal African tribesmen clothes. I'm like, yeah, that's totally fine. They probably should have done that ages ago. Yeah. The original statues look like white people with blackface on. So um, <laughs> yeah. they probably needed to be changed. Yeah. They showed one of uh, this guy, like you said, he looked like he was just in blackface and he was wearing like a scarf and, a bowler hat. It kind of, I don't even know what it was supposed to be. It looked like it, they were trying to mix an African tribes in with a gypsy or something. It was the weirdest thing. And then they show, okay, this is what he looks like now. And it's like, okay, he's got a, like a chieftain's headdress, all this stuff. He actually looks like he's from Africa. I'm like, okay, this is cool. This is good. Yeah, so, they're then, getting um, rid of uh, Splash Mountain or retheming it as a uh, princess and the frog which for those of you who don't know splash mountain was originally based off of uh, song of the south and uh i remember when i went on it the first time i was like who are these characters and <laughs> yeah. uh it turns out disney had a good reason for wanting to bury that they've been trying to bury it for geez was it 70 years now yeah here i'll i'll pull what it's about. Nah, so the Song of the South is just a bad, very bad representation of, I can't remember if it's right after Civil War times, but it's basically showing uh, slaves or ex-slaves like miss the slave life and that it wasn't as bad and it was a pretty picture and everything. Oh. Zippity doo da, zippity a. Yeah, song's catchy, but the the it's one of those movies that they should have just done a catchy little tune with maybe no lyrics and called it good. Yeah, and like they keep the song itself going on like sing-alongs and stuff like that, but they do not reference the source material in any way, shape, or form. Other than maybe Brer Rabbit popping up at the end. So, yeah, but, um, it's it's pretty bad. Um, like even like right after it came out, people even people back in fifties were like, "What the heck?" You know. And so I haven't. Oh, good. Well, anyway, so they they themed Splash Mountain after this, and what's funny is Disney has spent the last, like I said, seventy years trying to bury this movie, but they didn't. Um, but they, but they still kept Splash Mountain around. And uh, anyway, anyway, like like you're saying, it, it's a movie that it's not hard to 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 see it as a as a movie about slaves sort of missing the way things were, like freed slaves missing the way things were. Oh, um, oh, that is bad. Yeah, it, it's not. From what I've heard, it's not hard to to see it like that um but it was made let's see here when did it come out i think it was 64 1946 oh 46 yeah wow and okay it's kind of like um i haven't seen it but it's kind of like uh pete and the dragon sort of thing where there's actual people but they've but they've uh, animated like characters into it yeah, I thought I read a good chunk of it is like the the sort of head of the slaves is telling 
stories to the white well the white landowner's young son so and the stories are usually him like interacting with these cartoon animals yep exactly like that Jeez. wow okay yeah i can see where they've been trying to bury that I'm yeah, guessing the... yeah. <laughs> i'm guessing the reason they haven't changed up until now is because the ride itself became so popular mm-hmm. that they're like oh let's keep it going and then you know finally with the race riots of last year and everything going on they're like all right it's time so and Honestly, I don't think it's too bad of a thing. Like, it may have happened eventually anyway. I'm actually shocked they didn't change it a long time ago. Yeah. I mean, they they had a ride at Epcot in the little, in the little Norway pavilion. It was like a journey through Norway, and it was this really bizarre ride where you're, like, attacked by trolls, and then you sail around oil refinery off the coast of uh, Norwegian beach, all this stuff. And I was like, okay, that was cool, but that was weird too. And then they replaced it with a frozen ride. You know, it's just, they update their rides every now and then to match something that's new and popular. Yeah. No one, no one knows who, who the people are in Splash Mountain. I mean, I went there in 1999. That was the last time I went. And I remember going on, I was like, who's this rabbit? Like, who, who is this? I was very <laughs> confused. I you know, so updating his Princess and the Frog, that actually makes sense from a business standpoint. And, yeah. and the movie kind of works too because they also have a river and everything. It just, oh, is that it what it is? Sense. I would assume so because, you know, like the song on the bayou and everything. Oh, oh, that, yeah, yeah. On the alligator and all that, it, it would work. I thought you were saying there was a, a river in the other movie. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, it just makes sense from like a, a business standpoint that maybe they should replace it with something different. Like uh, the old Pirates in the Caribbean ride um, at one point had this guy auctioning off like a, a lady, like a wife auction, and they, they got rid of that. I can't believe they put that there in the first place back in 2001. It. No, like yeah. during the ride, you can see someone like auctioning off a lady. Yeah, yeah, I, I know. Yeah, and they've been. So I, oh, I was just making a bad joke <laughs> of that. Someone, they finished the auction. Oh, oh, called. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Don't cancel us, Disney. This is all satire. Oh, oh boy, <laughs> not support all of these. I'm not business. sure that's how satire laws work, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it did. Um. When I first started about that, I was kind of like, oh, really? Because it almost felt like censorship, you know, because they're pirates. I wouldn't be surprised if there were pirates that did sell women. I mean, one of the most successful pirates of all time used to be a prostitute. Ooh. But at the same time, Wait, yeah. what? Uh, now there's some Chinese pirate, some lady that was extremely successful, but she started off as just a prostitute and somehow became a captain and then <laughs> just went on this huge <laughs> rampage, like stealing ships and... <laughs> looting everything well good for her <laughs> well i think the the difference there though mako is um they're they're not making a fun ride of it for gain versus just sharing the history 
Yeah. And that's what I was going to say. I was like, well, yeah, that being said, there are going to be kids on this ride. <laughs> and that's definitely yeah. a heavy topic to try and put on that. Uh, like Bull said, I'm shocked they did that in the first place. Yeah, normally I'd say it's like censorship, but since it's for kids, I'd say, yeah, it's okay to take that out because it's for kids and all that, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you really want like the accurate history of what actually happened, that's what museums are for. Oh, yeah. You that's what, what we mean? are for. Yeah. <laughs> we? We. Yeah. Wait, what do you mean? Oh, you know, we always tell the truth. We're completely reliable. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but kind of going off the censorship. It, oh. It's kind of it, it's tough to say, I like when it, when it's quote unquote good censorship or something like that. Um, like, why are they censoring? Is it just someone's opinion or ideals that they don't agree with, or was it actually? You know something that's not right um that shouldn't be that shouldn't be shared um yeah in that, in that sense you know because i mean like yeah. recently um people were getting mad at costco um because they decided not sell this one brand of pillows which i guess the owner of the company did something and people are saying that the owner of costco don't have the same politics and they don't agree with it and but there's a lot of comments of people are like it's just a crappy pillow and it didn't sell so why would they keep a product that doesn't sell and so it's like you know are they actually being censored or was it actually just a good idea that they should have gotten rid of it because it was a waste of money or time or something you know yeah no, I think it, it kind of comes down to like your intent. Like in this case, you know, it seems like Disney's kind of trying to clean up some stuff they probably should have taken care of a long time ago. So I'd say it's a good thing in this case. Yeah, I think it's up to Disney too. And really all it's all about like it's just appealing to the crowd or to the crowd and making more money. So like that's the reason why they're doing it. So I see nothing wrong with it if it's if it's their thing and they want to do it. But the thing I feel like about censorship is when people try to force other people to be censored. I guess, but when it's like them do it to themselves, it's like it's whatever, you know. Yeah. That's yeah. Different. Yeah, or it's like um, I think I mentioned to you guys there was a game I played once where they said we realize that this game may have disturbing, you know, sequences, disturbing scenes, but these are actual scene things that happened. And we feel like if we were to remove them, then we'd be doing a disservice to you, the consumer, and a, a disservice to the people that went through those things. We feel it'd be disrespectful. So that's why we've left it in. And they said the same thing at the beginning of Fargo when we watched that. Yeah, it makes sense. It all depends on like what you're doing and like what the purpose of it is. Like if you're, it depends. It also depends on which audience you're trying to target to. You're trying to target a more mature audience, then yeah, you should include those things because it's disrespectful to like leave them out, I guess. But if you're targeting just like little kids and like just want to like a fun little ride, then yeah, maybe you should throw those topics in there, you know? Yeah. And I mean, to be honest, there are kids shows that do dive into heavy stuff, but 
the thing about them is that they take the time to explain it and show how it's wrong. You know, like um, I grew up watching Pokemon and there was an episode where they showed like a Charmander that was being neglected and abused. And they showed like, yeah, this is not okay. This is wrong. And because of that, I was like, all right, I'm never going to treat an animal like that. So it had a really good positive impact on me. Yeah. So they, PETA. Yeah. PETA. PETA made a Pokemon game of, <laughs> uh, of Pokemon try to escape their trainers by killing their trainers or incapacitating them. What? Yeah, it was like, did you even watch this show? It's about <laughs> friendship and like actually taking care of them. It's like, yes, they put them in the tiny balls, but everyone would beat say, the crap out of each other. <laughs> yeah, and they beat the crap out of each other too, but with love, money, <laughs> and oh, money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Pikachu. But, you earned twelve thousand dollars from Bugcatcher. I know, right? But I mean, no. Okay, maybe one of a ten thousand, but most kids aren't gonna come out watching Pokemon thinking I'm gonna, you know, do cockfights. That that's not their idea. They're it is cockfights though. <laughs> essentially, it is, but that's not what they're gonna be doing. You know, <laughs> they're taking part of it and making it really extreme, but they're forgetting the actual message or idea that they wanted to share yeah <laughs> they're cock duels they're very classy that's not bad anyways yeah it, <laughs> edit that out um but yeah like uh yeah just like uh, lemon was saying it really depends on your intentions and what the audience is above everything else So surprisingly, I thought we were going to get cut off at the 40-minute mark, but we're still going. Yeah, something popped up and said we have unlimited. Your, the host did something. I don't know what you did. Did you bribe Zoom? I don't know. <laughs> I bought Zoom. Oh, you bought it? <laughs> no. <laughs> you paid for something? No, I was joking. I bought the company. No, they just said, like, hey, normally you'd have a 40-minute limit, but since... I, I don't know, maybe because it's our first Zoom meeting, we're giving you unlimited for free for this one time. I was like, okay. Cool. Okay, yeah. whatever. The show goes on, I guess. The show goes on. <laughs> so then Bull was actually with us when we went to see Godzilla versus Kong, but I don't think he was with us when we discussed it. No, we awesome. didn't. So we'll awesome. Give him. Yeah. Um, I like how they uh, they... I mean, you guys have heard me say this. I like how it was uh, pretty much rock, paper, scissors. Um, Godzilla beat Kong. Kong beat, Kong beat Mechagodzilla. Mechagodzilla beat Godzilla. Yes. And it's uh, <laughs> it's interesting. They all won and they all lost. And it's you don't you don't see that happen very often. Executed so well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Someone brought up that. Godzilla versus Kong is what Batman versus Superman should have been. Mm-hmm. It was it was pretty good. I liked it. I I would definitely watch it. I thought about going and seeing it actually. It was <laughs> well, so good. well yeah, executed. That movie came out. Yeah. World Combat just came out too, guys. What what just came out? World Combat. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen it though. Yeah, I mean either. 
We'll do a, a so. Zoom date and <laughs> Mako will just bring in his phone into the theater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is for you guys. I, I don't know much about um about that anyway, so um I just know the bad guy is, is sub zero. Or is it? Yeah, I don't know anymore. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> I'm looking forward to Loki, though. That sounds like it's going to be pretty good. You're Loki excited? Oh, yeah. Yes, I am. <laughs> well, the Bad a Batch comes it. out. And a Bad Batch comes out in like less than two weeks. Does it? Yeah, May 4th. Be with you. Oh yeah, it's coming out. I hope I hope it's as good as the last few episodes of uh, of Clone Wars because the last few episodes of Clone Wars actually were pretty good. Oh yeah, no, they were great. Uh, I liked how it overlapped a little bit with Episode Three. Yeah, so you know everything that's going down. Yeah, it shows what was what was going on, um, and all of a sudden, uh, Order Sixty Six is ordered, and everything goes down. I thought it was pretty good. I liked it. Yeah. No, I can't wait to check that out. Oh, yeah. One thing I also wanted to mention real quick, since we were talking about Godzilla versus Kong, I found a video from Legendary. It was like a fan appreciation video. I've never seen that from a studio before. Just put out a thing saying, thank you for making the MonsterVerse a success. We wouldn't have it without you. We love you guys. Just showing like all these fans and everything. It was really cool. That is cool. Yeah. I hope they keep going with it, but I don't know where they'll go, you know? Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of people saying, oh, you should make another movie and bring in more of the old, you know, Toho monsters, the ones from the classic Godzilla movies. But yeah. Yeah. The problem is, like, how much would that cost? And Toho had a really successful Godzilla movie of their own with Shin Godzilla, and they were wanting to make their own franchise. I mean, they own it so they can do what they want. Yeah, and I did hear that they are interested in continuing things with Legendary because that's been so successful too. So yeah, um, yeah. I was the only thing I can think of is like if they if it would if they did a prequel where they showed the Hollow the War for Hollow Earth that would be cool. Wow, oh, that would be really cool. Like, uh, okay, that that would be cool. But because they it has did the have gravity. Sorry, what? <laughs> Well, I mean, it'd be cool if they had, like, because there's the weird gravity in Hall of Earth, they could do some cool stuff with that. That would be fun. Yeah. But I would say they they did have uh, the baby Godzilla um, show. Oh, yeah. Where he was super hideous and everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a little gremlin. He has a glow up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So Bull, Bull might not like this, but Lemon and Mako might. Um, they could do a school anime, and they're all the monsters just in uniforms, and they're just going to class and all that. Oh, damn. oh no. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> Hold on. I'll have to see it first before I prove it. What, Lemon? I'll have to see it first before I prove it. What is this? <laughs> No, a picture of Godzilla's the transfer student. 
No, no, no. Mecha Godzilla is a transfer. No, come on, be Kong. Kong would be the transfer student. Oh yeah. <laughs> he, he is American. That's true. Oh yeah. He's... Wow, Godzilla Senpai is so infuriating. <laughs> please, don't, please don't say those words again. <laughs> I, I don't know what you meant by that. <laughs> <laughs> They're both fighting over Mecha Godzilla. He's just like. Mega Godzilla in like a skirt and with a wig on. <laughs> I thought it was kind of dumb how all the natives on on Skull Island were just wiped out by some dumb storm. Like they lost all that time with the skull crawlers and, and giant gorillas and some dumb storm wipes them out. I was like, ah, come on, you got to come up with something better than that. Oh, you know. Oh yeah, uh, wheezing, they wheezing didn't to think too hard about that. Yeah, you know what I mean. No, it's like they just needed a reason to have the little girl there. It feels like right. they went overboard a little bit. I mean, she was cool. I thought she did a good job, actually. Oh, yeah, but... she was great. But it was like, we didn't need to kill off the entire village to have her there. You know, there <laughs> could have been another right. explanation. I know. Said her parents died of a, like, a fever. You know, easy. They could have just adopted. Yeah, but they can't do that in a pandemic. Oh, dang it. They're right. <laughs> Actually, I was reading, I don't know if it's true, I have to fact check this, but I was reading that the original plot for uh, Falcon versus Winter Soldier involved the Flag Smasher stealing vaccines for, like, sick people because a pandemic somehow spread around the world, but then COVID (laughs) hit, and they're like, well, crap, we got to rewrite all that right now. Yeah, I don't think we're going to see another... uh sickness movie for a long time oh yeah no unless you're unless you're james james michael bay and uh <laughs> and then in the middle of it is a good time to, to make one i was so upset when i saw that i was I'm... like are you are you serious man really <laughs> like you're gonna make a movie about that right now can you wait 15 years you know i know i it, i was angry enough i was like man i don't ever want to see another one of his movies ever again i was you know, because his whole movie is about how, this, how what we're going through gets like a hundred times worse and like governments fall and stuff like that. I'm like, really? That's what you're going to make right now? Oh, wow. Really? <laughs> yeah, I watched, the, I watched the trailer and I was like, this can't be real. And then it's like, <laughs> the world is still suffering from COVID-23. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, this is obviously made after um made during 2020 like it just made me angry wow <laughs> I'm, I'm probably not going to see another one of his movies uh, again and i'm like that is so beyond stupid that's just that's actually messed up it was messed up hey. all right well looks like we're running out of time so thank you all for joining us uh, next week, I think Lemon will be hosting. Yep. <laughs> so, cool. <laughs> so look forward to that. Hopefully we'll have Bull Shark on here again soon. Yep, this is Bull. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Alrighty. Well, thanks thanks you, all for joining us. Thank you guys for next week. Yep. Awesome. Thank you guys. See ya. All right. Bye. Bye. bye.